0: where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Faceoff wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content— and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. Tech companies denounce racism. Will Silicon Valley change? The killing of George Floyd elicited corporate outrage and some donations. But well-intentioned rhetoric has not always been followed by meaningful action. By Arian Marshall and Ariel Pardis. For the past week, cities across America have erupted in protests following the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police. It's been a moment for collective grief and anger, as protesters demand both attention to systemic racism and action on racial justice. In Silicon Valley, where several cities have imposed nightly curfews, protesters have heard their messaging echoed by the giants in the tech industry. Companies including Facebook... Apple, Google, Twitter, Uber, Amazon, and Airbnb issued statements denouncing racism and expressing solidarity with protesters. The inequitable and brutal treatment of black people in our country must stop, Amazon wrote in a tweet. Together we stand in solidarity with the black community, our employees, customers, and partners in the fight against systemic racism and injustice. On Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg shared a post on the responsibility to fight racism and injustice and hashtag said their names. We stand with the black community and all those working towards justice in honor of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and far too many others whose names will not be forgotten. Twitter changed the bio of its corporate account to hashtag Black Lives Matter and its profile picture from its cheery blue logo to a somber black and white one. The genre has become so rote that one Twitter user came up with a pitch-perfect satirization, a statement from, insert brand name, registered trademark. In some cases, the statements are accompanied by at least the beginnings of action. Facebook announced plans to donate $10 million to racial justice organizations, though the company did not specify who would receive money or when. Facebook did not reply to a request for comment. Apple and Google each pledged to donate to the Equal Justice Initiative, which provides legal representation to the falsely imprisoned. Both companies offered to match employees' donations. Google's YouTube promised $1 million to social justice organizations, and Uber donated $1 million to several criminal justice reform groups in solidarity with the black community and with peaceful protests. Here's what's less clear. Will one of the world's most powerful industries translate rhetoric... Into action? Nobody wants tweets anymore, says Mary Hunter McDonald, who researches corporate activism at the Wharton School of Business. Giving money to organizations that are out on the front lines is more helpful, but it's also, to some extent, passing the buck. People are tired of that. A truer test, McDonald says, is whether the tech companies will lobby for legislative and structural change. Companies like Google, which have spent nearly half a billion dollars on lobbying over the past decade, already have a seat at the table with lawmakers, and they can have a greater impact on policy than almost anyone, including the nonprofit organizations they've funded. You can talk to any social activist NGO, and they'll tell you that the primary adversary they face is corporations, says McDonald. So what people want to see them doing is using that platform to make and lobby for some of the big structural changes that we need to happen. Tech companies have occasionally shown that they can in 2017, after President Trump issued an executive order restricting travel to the U.S. from predominantly Muslim countries. Alphabet, Google's parent company, significantly ramped up its lobbying effort to oppose the policy. Facebook also spent money lobbying after Zuckerberg publicly opposed the executive order. Tech leaders abandoned the president's Economic Advisory Council in droves. But the tech industry lobbyists have been notably absent from other political conversations. Facebook put up huge Black Lives Matter banners at its headquarters in 2016 after a video of police shooting Philando Castile was shared widely on the platform. But there's no evidence that Facebook applied political pressure or lobbying resources to address police brutality. It has proven difficult for the industry to break from its roots and a history of products made by a certain kind of person for a certain kind of person. For one, the companies have pledged in recent years to devote money and attention to initiatives to diversify their overwhelmingly male, white, and Asian workforces. But Google reported last year that just 5.5% of its 2019 hires were black, compared with 4.8% the year before. The company did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Facebook has almost doubled its number of black employees since 2014, but the number still sits at 3.8%. There's strange parochialism in tech that has informed product design and user interfaces and the questions about what we need to bring into the world and who we are serving, says Margaret O'Meara, a professor of history at the University of Washington, whose latest book, The Code, Silicon Valley and the Remaking of America, details the history of the tech industry. There's a blindness there. Many early Valley techies, O'Mara says, were steeped in the leftist and anti-establishment ethos of the late 60s. They believed they might build a better world just by building explicitly non-political tools to connect people. There is a deep, baked-in notion that you can fix a lot of the society's injustices with widely available computer access, she says. To a degree, that's proven out. As Zuckerberg noted in a post on Sunday, the video of Floyd's death was posted on Facebook. We all needed to see that, he wrote. But it's clear that information alone will not solve the twin problems of racial injustice and police brutality, and that tech platforms also sow division and exacerbate the world's inequities. Disinformation pebbled on Facebook, for example, fueled violence against a minority group in Myanmar. Far-right extremists and conspiracy theorists of all stripes have found a home on YouTube. One significant difference between now and five years ago is that rank-and-file workers are making more noise. On Monday, Facebook workers reportedly staged a virtual walkout over executives' decisions to allow Trump to post inflammatory messages on the platform, ones that had already been flagged by Twitter. Some employees even posted their own statements, though they lacked the gloss and somber JPEGs of their bosses' statements. I'm deeply disappointed and ashamed in how the company is showing up the world right now, one Instagram employee wrote on Twitter, urging others to use their Zuck Bucks to show solidarity by walking out of work. The talent is the most valuable asset these companies have, says O'Meara. It's why they fall over themselves to provide snacks and perks and $1,000 office chairs. Enough clamoring from them just might change the world